Hello, and welcome to FOF Gym Chat. We're Kinsey and Josh Presnell. Thanks so much for joining us today as we chat about and explore topics that are coming up in our gym fixed on fitness. The purpose of this podcast is to provide a simple and effective approach to health and fitness that helps you feel confident and equipped to live your best life. If you have any questions that you want us to tackle, please send us a DM on Instagram to at fitness. All right, let's get into today's episode. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of FOF Gym Chat. I'm Kinsey. Hey, guys. I'm Josh. Happy New Year, y'all. We are officially in 2024, and with the new year typically comes all of the resolutions, changes, challenges, all of these things that people decide they want to do to make whatever change that they feel like they need to make in their life. And most of us wait until the new year to do it. And um, so we're in the first week of January here. Today's Friday, first Friday of January. And so resolutions are going strong. Chances are, if you made them, you're still on track. I think it's usually what, uh, toward the end of January, they say most people fall off. So we should all still be going strong. But, you know, we're in an industry, obviously, where we see a lot of people that make a big push or decide they're really going to focus on getting healthy or losing weight or eating better or working out more. Uh, You know, if you're a regular in any gym, you see attendance spike right around the first few weeks of January, which for us, we love, right? We love seeing people excited. We love seeing people consistent. Uh, But then we get into February or summer or toward the end of the year and the same people seem to fall into the same trap of inconsistency, like that stop, start, we'll see them for a day or two, and then we won't see them for a week, and then we'll see them for a day, and then we won't see them for two weeks. Uh, And then they just, you know, fall into that same trap year after year, and then they resolve to like, you know, next year, this isn't going to happen. So what we kind of want to focus on today is going to be resolutions and what to do kind of when you hit a speed bump or when you're doing really, really well and then life happens or something comes up or maybe you started a challenge or something like that. What are we going to do when it's over? Because I feel I feel like it's important to have a plan and to acknowledge the fact that we're all human. We're not perfect. Things are going to come up. Plans are going to be derailed. And, you know, we can live in a bubble. Like for a little while, we can force our circumstances to quote unquote work so that our resolutions fit for a bit, but then like real life happens. And so how we deal with these speed bumps or the end of a challenge or the completion of an event, it makes all the difference. Um, So I was going to start with kind of like challenges and events. Do you want to start anywhere else? No, you're on a roll, man. I'm just going to kind of play off you. uh, Why why don't you real quick talk about um, how you feel about resolutions? How I feel about resolutions? I hate resolutions. There you go. So yes. This is a good place to start. It's a good place to start. Why do you Why do you hate resolutions? I don't like resolutions because I feel like most of the time they set you up for failure. Uh, I I don't know that I ever made, and I'm a pretty disciplined person, but I don't know that I ever made a resolution. And again, I'm pretty black and white. I tend to go a little bigger than I'm sh- I should. Um, I don't know of a resolution I ever made that I kept. Have you? Uh, no, I'm not sure. I don't even remember making many resolutions. I did. I used to make resolutions all the time. And honestly, 
I heard something from Ed Milet yesterday, and I was going to kind of end with this because I just I thought it was an absolute gold nugget. Uh, but it's just a little food for thought when it comes to re- resolutions, and maybe uh, it'll make you think differently about them or about things in general. But um, like I said, you know, I haven't made resolutions for years. I used to, but I've kind of moved more and more away from resolutions and closer and closer to just creating standards for my life that I live by and intentions that I live by. And, you know, we're not going to get on standards or anything like that today. If you want to know our thoughts, we did a whole episode on raising your standards. So go back to that and listen. But, you know, Ed Milet on his Instagram stories, he put this out and it just really reinforced my thought pattern on resolutions. And he said, you're always going to get your standards. If you set incredibly high standards for yourself and you meet those standards, you're going to win. You don't always have to keep resolving to constantly change. You won't always get your goals, but you'll get your standards in life. And I'm going to say that one more time because I think it's really worth repeating. And I think if we were to shift kind of our focus when it comes to resolutions to creating standards that are just non-negotiable in our life, I think a lot of us would be able to get out of this pattern of stop, start, uh, quit, start again, you know, all of these things feeling like we didn't make it yet again, or they constantly just making resolutions or, you know, on Monday or next month or when this, and we find that all the time people come up with, you know, well, when, when this changes, then I'll do such and such. Well, standards have, uh, your external circumstances have zero impact on your standards. Kids sick. If you have a standard that like you still work out, like chances are you're going to find a way to work out. And that's a standard. But I'm going to say that one more time and then, and then we'll get into what we were going to talk about. But at my lead, he said, you are always going to get your standards If you set incredibly high standards for yourself and you meet those standards, you're going to win. You don't always have to keep resolving to constantly change. You won't always get your goals, but you will get your standards in life. So I just think that's pretty solid food food for thoughts. I think it's awesome. And uh, as we move forward, uh, I don't want it to sound like if you made a resolution, like you did something wrong, right? Like uh, something good can come from it. And I think that's kind of the angle um, that I'll take a little bit as we jump into like these challenges and resolutions. Not so much like, uh, did you do it perfect uh, according to whatever rules like the challenge had, but um, how much progress did you make while you did it? Uh, what did you learn from it? What carried over into daily life like after the challenge or the event or the competition or whatever it was? So I, th- I think that's important talk about too that's one nice way to kind of beat yourself up and view these not that uh not that you uh like are gonna quit like uh, i don't think it's okay to quit something but uh to pivot on something i I like the idea of being able to like stand back and say what have i learned Uh, what adjustments do i need to make to uh keep this sustainable and just pivot a little bit on a resolution versus throw it in the trash and say, I messed up, forget it. Uh, Next year, here we come. Yeah. So why don't we just start with things like challenges and events? Because, you know, January is really, really big on things like Whole30, Hard75, Oh, got cleanses, which I cannot even get started on this one because I'll probably go down a rabbit hole. Um, And if you're doing a cleanse, you probably don't want to have hear what I have to say anyway. Um, Races, competitions, events, all of these things. And 
I think that we do that because we like timelines, like whole 30. Okay, this is going to be a great jump start for me. It's 30 days, whatever. I'm going to sign up for this race because it's in April. I have a training plan. There's an end game. Like we like challenges. We like to see an end. But when we come up with these challenges or when we take part in one, we have to think about like what happens at the end, right? These things have a time frame because they're not set up to be sustainable long term. Like they aren't meant to be used for the rest of your life. You complete them, you learn from them, and now what? And, you know, uh, we've talked about Whole30 and my experience on Whole30 many times before. Josh has never done one. Uh, I've done them. I have. And I've used them for like with really good intentions at the start. Okay, hey, I'm going to do Whole30 because I'm going to learn ABC or this is going to get me not craving sugar anymore or whatever it is. And, um, you know, guess what? On day 31, it is like freaking on. Like I have been disciplined as all get out for 30 days. I have followed the plan. I've done everything I'm supposed to do. But like day 31 comes and it's over. Like I am off the rails. And I think that's really the experience that most of us, most of us have. And so we yo-yo back and forth and then we start the next challenge. And I'm not saying that these things are bad in any way, shape or form. I think that there's a lot to be learned from being disciplined for a certain period of time. Uh, when it comes to like the eating things, I think there are a lot can be learned from removing sugar from your diet or quitting alcohol or whatever it is. But we have to have like an end plan in mind. We have to think about like, what are we going to do when this is over and how can we set ourselves up to keep going? You know, we can't get to the end and just be like, okay, well, it's over. Now I'm going back to what you know, what I did before, because now we've, we've really done nothing for ourselves. So well, do you have any thoughts on like things like whole 30 and challenges and hard 75 or whatever it is? I, I think that the intention behind it is, is great. Uh, whether it's the, uh, the whole 30 or the hard 75, like, uh, training for a marathon, whatever it is. Yeah. The idea is great. And chances are when you made the decision to do that, you were probably in a very comfortable place which um, most of the time when we are, when I've ever decided to do like something big, uh, I have not been uncomfortable when I made that. No, we've been like sitting on the couch watching something on Netflix. We're like, oh, that looks great. We can do that. Right. So I've been comfortable. And then when things get uncomfortable is uh, when we want to kind of throw in the towel. So I think another way of saying what Kenzie said a couple of times with you got to have a plan with, uh, when things are over, maybe we need to have a, a plan of like, okay, if that's what you decide to do, what changes uh, need to be made in your daily routine to set you up for success? Uh, what things need to change inside the house to rig your environment to not have cravings or to not be able to go reach in the pantry and grab whatever it was you said you weren't going to grab. So although I don't think those things are like uh, bad, um, I haven't done them. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't do them. Um, I personally really like the idea of a uh, simple. What is something simple I can come up with if I want to jumpstart my year uh, that I didn't really have to add a whole lot. So I don't think any of those challenges or races or any of that is bad. Um, again, like I said, 
what I want you guys to take from this is uh, say you do something like a Whole30. I don't know why we keep using that as an example, <clears throat> but say you didn't follow Whole30's rules uh, all the way through. So technically, did you fail the uh, Whole30 um, according to the rules? Yeah, you did. But how much progress have you made with your eating behaviors? How much progress have you made with whatever weight you were trying to lose? How much progress have you made with uh, learning how to prep meals? How much progress have you made with like ditching sugar? Like there's so much progress that had been made that when a slip up does happen, like, I, I don't know, welcome to being a human, but there's a big difference between having a slip up on these resolutions and then throwing in the towel and going completely off the rails for days on end and having a slip up and uh, realizing that it's real easy to get right back on track as soon as it happens. Like you can't go back in time and like redo things. So it's really important to have the mindset of if I do mess up, like, no, I'm not a failure. What have I learned and how can I proceed and how can I keep getting better from this and how can I apply it to daily life? Yeah. I mean, and it's so funny because really and truly like resistance is alive and well, y'all. Anytime we decide to make a change, like resistance is going to show its face. And so, so often once we start making progress or once we finally make a decision to change, everything on earth is going to come up to like make you not make the change, it feels like. You know, it's like, okay, I'm going to get to the gym at this time all week. I've made my reservations and like inevitably a kid wakes up or you got called into work or something, things are going to come up. So we have to just really be aware of that and understand like you're not the only one that this is happening to. It's happening to all of us all the time. And so like Josh said, we have to pivot, we have to change, we have to be flexible. And so, you know, I want to talk about resolutions and kind of stay on the same uh, path that Josh was on because again, we are going to make slip ups. We all do. And it's okay. I make them. Josh makes them. We're all going to make them. And you know what? Life keeps going. Time keeps moving. The world keeps spinning. So, you know, like maybe you made a resolution to eat better or you're going to give up alcohol or you're going to train five days a week. Like whatever, we do great for a bit. And then here comes vacation, sports, kids, you got sick, work's crazy, uh, your best friend's getting married. Like the list can go on and on and on. And so you slip, like you ate crap because uh, you went out with a friend you haven't seen in a long time, or you hadn't had a sip of alcohol in a while. And then you go to a wedding and you have a few drinks. Like, so what? Like, it doesn't mean that it's over. And the worst thing that we can do, like Josh said, is have a slip up and make that be like, I, you know what? Screw it. I'm done. Like, because you have made progress, just like he said. And, you know, it like after the slip up is over, like it's over. It really doesn't even matter anymore. It's not worth your time or your energy to like stay pissed off about it. And it's time to move on. So I feel like that's really where we have to focus is we have to focus on moving on. We have to focus on 
picking up right where we left off, right? We can't give up. We don't need to make excuses about what we did. We definitely don't need to blame someone else for what we did. Like, we just have to start with the next meal, the next workout, the next thought, like the next whatever, right? You're never too screwed up to change. Like, all it takes is a choice. And so, you know, I like what Josh said about thinking about your progress. You know, so often uh, we're measuring ourselves based on an ideal, like this grand plan uh, that we've come up with in our head and we're constantly measuring against that and we constantly feel like we're falling short, right? Like we didn't do it perfect or whatever. And we neglect to give ourselves credit for all the progress that we've made. And, um, you know, something I'm doing this year, I've kind of started trying to do is just write down some wins at the end of the day. Like three wins doesn't have to be just with food or health or relate. It can be whatever, you know, it can be at work, it can be at home, uh, it can be in your workout, it can be your meals, like just three wins that you had that day. And that just begins to shift your focus to all of the progress that you're making in all the areas. And it helps kind of reaffirm the fact that, you know, you are capable of doing really awesome things. You are doing awesome things versus focusing on all of the ways that you're kind of falling short all the time. Yeah, I like it. Uh, <clears throat> okay, I'm going to switch gears a little bit because we're kind of all over the place with this podcast, but I think it's good. Um, let's go with like some ideas. Like if you're listening and you're like, well, I didn't really make any resolutions. I haven't changed anything, but I would like to do something. Uh, something to think about is uh, instead of adding things, like adding things to your routine, adding things to your day, if you already catch yourself saying like, I'm already so busy. I don't know how I would add one more thing to my day. Okay. What could we subtract? All right. And it's just kind of another way of, um, addition by subtraction, meaning like what is something very simple that you might could remove from your life that adds benefit to your life? So for me, for example, throughout the month of January, um, I've done this for a few years. I'm going to do the, uh, like a dry January. Uh, will I drink again? Um, probably most likely, uh, but that'll give me like a month to get a really good jump start to save a lot of calories on empty calories, uh, coming in, uh, keep a clear head and just have one month right off the bat, uh, to kind of clean out the system from the holidays. Like I didn't have to add anything to my life or time in order to do that. Like I took something away, but it was something fairly simple that will make a really big impact on improving my life. Like other simple ideas is a bedtime, like going to bed and waking up <clears throat> pretty much at the same time every day of the week, right? Um, hydration, right? It's easy to walk around with a water bottle. If you don't like just drinking water, put some electrolytes in it. Uh, like I said, removing alcohol, uh, something as easy as like <clears throat> junk food, right? And maybe it's not all day. Maybe you have a bad habit of always snacking like on your kids, junk food, uh, when they come home after like, school, after snack school time. snack time. Okay. So it's like, not have a healthy snack planned for the after school snack time. Like that's a really easy thing to do. They didn't take much effort or energy. Um, now when it comes to the gym and a lot of these things, like, um, a part of me does want to stay like a little bit on the softer side of like, you, you're human, you're going to mess up, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying, uh, 
you need to be perfect and and always do everything at all costs like a robot and never deviate uh, but i will say like if you make uh, a commitment to yourself of i'm coming to the gym um, X amount of days, which really, guys, four days is really what we what we need to be shooting for. I think. I mean, yeah, at least, it, I say <laughs> at least four days. Yeah, at least four days. Like, listen, uh, the way we program in here, I'm not going to overtrain you. I'm not. Okay, I'm not going to overtrain you. Uh, don't be. You know, I saw a post. Uh, I, I've seen this a lot lately. Like, don't be so scared of uh, overtraining that you start to undertrain. Right. Like the way that we do things in here. Um, it's mapped out. I'm not going to overtrain you. Now, you know, like deep down, like, okay, I need a day off. I need a rest day. Fine. Take it. Now, when things come up, I'll tell you what, uh, for the most part, uh, very few percentage have anything coming up at 5 a.m. Okay. And especially during that lift cl uh, class <clears throat> from 5 a.m. to 545, uh, you can make that, right? That's just going to take some discipline. Like, you might not want to, but let me tell you guys a secret. There's not one person in a full class at 5 a.m. that decided like this was their prime time. I want to be here, work out. Like I'm, I'm here with bells on. I love this. I love getting up at four. And it's just the most wonderful thing in the world. They do it because they have to do it and they have discipline. So there are times in here to make it to the gym um, or use that hybrid AF. Uh, something also easy, this isn't subtracting, but like <clears throat> five minutes of like mobility or six minutes of mobility. Like what a difference that would make uh, on your recovery time for the next day in the gym. And uh, bouncing around a little bit more for you guys that are like, you're at it and you're like, dude, I'm coming all five days and I'm gonna hit it hard. I love it, it's awesome. Come in, just know, and we said this before, <clears throat> the harder that you train, the harder you're going to have to recover. All right. So if you're only used to like two or three days and you bump up to like four to five days, just know you can't carry on with your merry way like nothing ever happened. Like you made a change. So if you're putting in more work, you got to make sure we get that diet in check and we get that sleep in check and we have our hydration in check. Um, I know that's kind of bouncing all over the place, but that was just some really... Uh, just some ideas, the simple things that you could add or take away that's not quite as drastic as uh, some of the other things that you see come around in January. Yeah. I mean, and really, guys, we we all have room to improve. We do. If you don't think you do, then you definitely do. Um, but we all have areas that we can get better in. And I think it's just important as you think about changes that you want to make that you set yourself up for success. And I think we'll kind of end with this, you know, uh, set yourself up to win because the more you stack wins, the more momentum that you get. Uh, maybe it, maybe five day commitment in the gym is, is too much for you right off the bat, but at least three, right there, unless you're traveling and out of town all the time, like most of us can find a way to get in here three days a week, or at least do the remote workout at home, uh, if we're not in here. So I think just really making sure we set ourselves up for success, that we think about the intention behind the change. Like, why are we wanting to make this change and kind of understand why we want what we want? I think you it's okay to want anything. Yeah, I think and you don't have to justify why you want anything to anybody else, but I think you need to know why you want it. And I think that'll help give you momentum to carry forward, especially when, you know, things start to get a little bit hard and the newness wears off and you're having a hard day and you just don't want to do it anymore. So 
set yourself up for success. Know that you're human. Know that a mistake never means that it's over. Uh, we can always, always pick back up. And really, change isn't doesn't have to be big or scary. We just have to decide that we're ready for change, and we have to decide that we're worth the effort that that change is going to take. So, you got anything else? No, I would say use us. Like we're we're here for you. So we always say at the end of these podcasts, like, hey, you guys have any questions, shoot them in, let us know. Um, that still stands true. Like if you have a question on something or you want to know our honest opinion, uh, send it our way. Because if you have a question on it, chances are somebody else does. So you guys use us. All right, cool, y'all. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.